Hey everybody, welcome to the Hoot Hop Show. This week we told Colby we weren't going to do it, but then we changed our minds, but he's in the Sight. deer woods, so good hunting to you, sir. So tonight's just me and BT, and uh, you know, let's keep it loosey-goosey. Um, you guys probably filled up on turkey by the time you listen to this. Hopefully you guys didn't get mauled or maul anyone while out Black Friday shopping. Or if you're on your way, good luck. May God be with you. May the odds be ever in your favor. Boo. No good? All right. No, that's good. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's just kind of get into it. Um, uh, sports. W- this is the best thing. We can talk about sports. Because uh, Colby is an all the way around. Like, he wants to talk about a lot of games. And me, I'm like, Bulls, Hogs, Cowboys, I'm done. You know? Uh, that's <laughs> The end. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Cowboys will be really fast. We yeah. played so bad on Sunday. It's uh, embarrassing. Bro, the, I, I'm sorry to say this because of the, you know, kind of the way the Chiefs have been going the past couple of years, yeah. you know, being, they, they've being been Super Bowl champs yeah. and then and returning. Mahomes is legitimate. He yeah. is a solid professional quarterback. Sure, sure, yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, I'm not trying to uh, talk smack on the team as a whole, but I'm going to tell you the, the Chiefs I watched on Sunday, they suck. Yes. And Dallas sucks worse. Was worse. And Dallas this year is a good well-rounded team yes, that's what's the the baffling thing I, you know that first game when we lost to the buccaneers i was like hey man that's the that's the you know defending champs you know that's that's not and we you know we we lost by three points so i was like okay that's, yeah, that's they still hung not in bad. there and we really didn't know what to expect at that point but yeah. at the same time that was tom brady and he did his magic at the end of the game yeah. what are you going to do with that yeah exactly i can't stand tom brady it's only because he's really good yeah that's- but anyway, so then you fast forward, you know, several weeks, and we've won a lot of games. Then we lose to Denver for no reason whatsoever, um, just for the same reason of, like, we just went out and we're like, hey, do you guys want to suck today? And they're like, yeah, God, let's do that. Uh, we haven't done that since always. Like, yeah, we haven't done that since well, last season, I guess. Yeah, but, well, uh, whenever we disappoint everybody because we yeah. have all this potential. Oh, that's the whole thing. And And what's bad now is I'm looking at it going, guys, like, you can't take your foot. You, there's way too much season to take your foot off the gas now. You know what I mean? Yeah, no uh, doubt. Especially, we're just over the halfway point. Yeah, and especially considering that the division still isn't strong because it does have the Giants in it and their the Eagles and, and the Eagles uh, and, and the the Washington, Washington football, football team. team. Question yes. mark. They're the the Washington fellows, <laughs> but at the same time, they the. Cowboys will have to compete with the Packers and those other strong teams in the NFC if they're going to have a chance to, yeah. to do anything. Yeah. And right now, what they're putting out on the field stands no chance against the likes of anyone that has you know any talent. Yeah, and now you've got Amari Cooper hurt. and Who, who else was it? I don't even remember. Uh, there was someone else who was... Yeah, another wideout. I can't remember. I don't... Man, that bothers me. I can't. I don't know why I don't remember that. No, but we lost two great receivers during the course of the game, and yeah, unfortunately, at that point, it did not like it had mattered anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the game. Well, this is the first game this season that we haven't scored a touchdown. All yeah. of our points came from Greg Zerline, and that's not good. It's it's not good. Now, good on Greg for making yeah, his right. Uh, he's doing his you thing. know he's doing his job, but at the same time, it's like Greg can't be the only one putting points on the board. Zeke, Amari, uh, uh, Michael Gallup, 
You know, we've got all this talent. Yes. Yeah, we lost Lamb and Cooper in yeah. the course of the same game. Yeah. It, uh, I say we like I'm on the freaking team. Uh, right. Well, we are. We're yeah, we're uh, advisors. I call Mike every week. <laughs> he has a restraining hey, I've order had a, against me. I have uh, a lot of emotions invested in this team going way yeah. back to, like, my childhood. So. Well, I mean, but but seriously, okay, but that that's kind of the era we are, right? We're 90s kids. So, like, when it comes down to sports, we love the Cowboys. We love the Bulls. And I don't know about you. Most right. of us love the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, because those were the dominant teams in the 90s, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and I didn't have uh, cable, so I had regular television. That's right. Those are the teams that were on yeah, every... Exactly. You could watch Fox to watch the Cowboys. Yeah, NBC see... for the basketball. Yep, yep, exactly, man. And you could watch the Razorbacks on CBS all yep. the time. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to say, I don't even know where we're going with that. Anyway. Tapioca. But, but, <laughs> tapioca. Uh, Mr. President. Boy. All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> sorry. But, yeah, like, so, but what a cool year it is to be us because, like, the C- I, know, I understand it is very, 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 very early in the NBA season. But, hey, man, the Bulls are 12 and 5. Like, look, last night that, uh, well, I guess for you everybody, listening, everybody has two, a bad uh, game. Monday yeah. night. But, uh, yeah, Monday night's game uh, was disappointing, to say the least, because they didn't come out. They didn't really show up much. They really didn't. Now, we squeaked by with a win. You know, W is a W. Um, not a good-looking W. But, hey, you know what? It's, it, it's a pretty good-looking team. So, like you said, I, I think this is a bad night. Yeah, I don't, a, I don't think it's the, the I don't know how you would say, like the rule. This is more like an exception. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's good. The bulls are kicking. Uh, so let's... I, I've been, I've been on my, the last dance reruns. I've watched the yeah, whole series man. again. Yeah. And of course the Yankees still, uh, aren't good, but there's always next season <laughs> and, and there's always that checkbook. So we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, we can, <laughs> if nothing else, the Yankees front office is like, we're fine. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll write a check and get one of those free agents. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Pick him up. Whatever he wants. Who cares? Uh, anyway, but so let's uh, let's talk Razorbacks. Uh, Razorback football uh, against Bama this past week. Hey, they did me proud. You know, and that was my whole thing. I was like, I feel like we didn't. I, I honestly don't feel like the defense played very good. And now I understand that Bama's offense is something to be talked about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I I do honestly feel like uh, our defense could have done a better job. But no doubt, no but, doubt. Yeah, but at the same time, that's that's like saying, well, you know, uh, something obvious. You know, I mean, because you could always do better than than what you know. No matter how hard you try, there's always something you could have done better. So I mean, that's not really fair. Either way, the Bama game was not disappointing. No, not I at was, all. And KJ Jefferson looked great out there. He, I, I questioned some of his like decision making yeah some of his decision making on the field i like i said i don't i I can't sit here and what's bad is i can't sit here and point out a a specific moment yeah it's just like there are times that i'm like i don't know if that was i don't remember how young he is though yeah true he's what 19 he's he's a sophomore Sophomore. yeah so uh yeah you know he's a 19 year old kid i i I get that uh and i think and like i said I, i still think he's our guy yeah, no I, doubt. There's no, no doubt. doubt in my mind. He has KJ shown Jefferson is our guy. Several moments, including this game, that he is. Yeah, absolutely. He's our, guy. he's our leader until he decides that he's either going professional or goodbye Arkansas. Yeah, it's time for me which to graduate. I, I gotta be. Yeah, I would say I. I don't think that. Uh, I think the pros are the only thing that that will take him from us early. You know what I mean? Uh, 
I don't see him transferring. I don't see him doing anything like that. No, no, I don't. I don't either. But at the same time, we've been disappointed <laughs> in the past because. Well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's the nature of the beast, though. Because I mean, honestly, we are respectable. Arkansas is a respectable college, beautiful campus. We're in the SEC. We got a lot of great things going for us. But if one of those big schools, you know, says, "Hey, we got an open spot for you, and you can start this upcoming season." Yeah, you know, but honestly, if you look at throughout the SEC, who else are you going to go to? I mean, yeah, I understand you could go if you want to get to a team that is better than us this year, right? I'm just using this year as the control. Yeah, okay. You only have Ole Miss, Bama, Georgia. Yeah. And Ole Miss on a technicality. Yeah. Because they won the slug out between us and them. If you reverse those, then you reverse the standing. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. It, either way. You know, I think that honestly, uh, you know, with the loss to Auburn, uh, I feel like that was a, you know, that's a game, that was a winnable game that we missed. Uh, Ole Miss the same way, uh, but yeah, there were uh, a few winnable games this season. It's disappointing because it could be a whole different story right now. Yeah, but I guess the point that I'm getting at is this: even on games that we lost, that we thought like, "Oh man, we should have won that." At the end of the season, no matter what, now at the end of the season, you can look at it and say, hey, "You know what? That was a pretty good season." It was True. significantly, it, it, well, it was uh, twice as good as last season, which you know is, was twice as good as both the season. Yeah, both seasons, seasons before. before. Yeah. Yeah, you know. they haven't been respectable for a little bit, and right. now they're getting I, it back. Yeah, I would say, I, I think if nothing else, like now when you look at the Razorbacks, you're like, that's a legitimate football team. Like, don't you can't sleep on them because that's a team. At the same time, Fayetteville is beautiful. And around that college, oh, yeah. it is beautiful. And the campus itself is beautiful. And yeah. there's a lot of fun that can be had around the college if oh, you're yeah. a young, you know, college-age kid. Yeah, right. And especially if you're really good at, like, football or basketball, you should – transfer if you're really good at basketball you 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 already know like if look if you're a high school kid or a college kid at this point you already know exactly who arkansas is on basketball because y'all most of them are like i want to go play for that wacky coach man like he's out of his mind and he's awesome and he's a genius he's fantastic man uh and once again that's another thing though last night uh the razorbacks played uh in the hall of fame tournament they they're playing in the uh, uh semifinals tonight um, or maybe it's the finals or something. I don't remember how it worked. I, either way, played against K-State last night. And they won. And we won. Um, sloppy gameplay. Yeah. Like, plenty of hustle. I was So, like... This is an entertaining game. Yeah, it was a really entertaining game. A lot of hustle. So, I mean, like, it wasn't one of those you got fed up watching. But it, it, it was a sloppy game. But on, you know, for both teams, like, mm-hmm. everybody looked like... Uh, First day of, you know, summer uh, summer workouts in the gym. You know, everyone's cracking shots off. Can't no, everyone's fouling. Can't get good position on anything. Puking in the trash can. <laughs> is that just me? Uh, well, it is the holiday season. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so this whole like tweet that went out about like something to the effect of forget about malice at the palace. And then it had like this clip of LeBum taking a cheap shot. And then yeah. Isaiah Stewart. Yes, Isaiah Stewart standing up for himself. 
went a little overboard. Took a little bit more offense. But, I mean, but I mean, he did. He he, he cracked his eye open. Yeah, I mean, you know, what I'm he was yeah, bleeding. He was bleeding. Good. And you got to think as a just forget about the fact you're a professional athlete. Blah, blah, forget about that. You're a dude, and some other dude just cracked you in the face and made you bleed. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Especially when you know he's a bum, you're like, well, dude. What I, I thought was funny him. is you could hear while watching the video the the announcer in the background in the stadium saying, "Please remain seated. Please <laughs> yeah. remain yeah. in your seat." Please, for the love of God, is, is Meta World Peace in the building right now? <laughs> oh God, he should Ron Artest just running around punching people in the Staples Center. He's like, "I got you, homie." Uh, I don't know. That's funny. I watched the Malice of the Palace documentary too. I've just been watching yeah. a bunch of old basketball docs. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I watched the new one of those Untold. Uh, which which one's uh, this? Breaking Point. What's it about? The uh, it, It's about, um, dang, what is his name? Fish. It, his last name is Fish. He's a, a famous tennis player. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like Andy Roddick's like homeboy. Okay, uh, okay. You know, which I don't know why, but I used to be into tennis. So, like, names like Andy Roddick, Pete Sampras, Andre Agassi, like, those mean something to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, those, those are, are great are... tennis players. Yeah. I, like, I don't know why I was into tennis, but I really was. My my older brother was, so I and I was really young, so I was yeah. like, yeah, this is cool. So and you I was followed like, it, too, so you... Yeah, right. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I yeah. didn't know those people, those names that you yeah. named. I was thinking, like, what's what's next? He going to doll on me here? Yeah. <laughs> no, so, anyway... <laughs> the clay it, master. Yeah, yes. No, but... um. Anyway, so the documentary follows this dude, and basically it's about his, like, anxiety and stuff. Like, he actually hit a breaking point before he uh, was able to, like, fulfill a a dream or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then he made a a pretty killer comeback. And, you know, it it was a cool documentary. Like, I'm not nearly as much into tennis anymore, so I'm like, "Mm, take it or leave it. But glad I watched it. It was cool. It was cool. All right, all right. I've watched a couple of those Untolds. They're pretty good series, but they're not... The thirty for thirties are still like that's a bar that you gotta, yeah, no, you gotta I, climb to. Yeah. And then that that uh, the last dance was was that was Netflix and ESPN. Yeah, that was fantastic too. That that was actually really really well done. Yeah, I you know especially because I I you know you might not see those kind of collabs anymore. You know with ESPN and Netflix yeah. just because Disney owns ESPN. Uh, so a competitor. Yeah. So I mean, but I mean, you'd still get them like if you had Disney Plus or something, you could still watch them, yeah. which I do because my kid like. Can't live without Disney. Ah, oh, bro. Just wouldn't be any living. Yeah, right. Right now we're on, uh, we're either watching Luca. Okay. You know, like, I'm sure Oliver does the same thing. Like, you you go through stages of watching these movies. Yeah, no. He watches Bluey exclusively. What? That is the only thing he will leave on Disney at all. I'll try to switch it. I'll try to, like, I'll just Bluey's the dog, right? Yeah, it's yeah. The, the dog with a sister and mom and dad. Right. Yeah. yeah, he loves that show and he's obsessed with it. Like it's all he wants to watch on that channel. Yeah. Like I could switch it to '90s Spider-Man. Don't want it, bro. X-Men, I know. Don't want it. I could put on the '90s cartoon like Goof Troop. Yeah. Don't want it. I know, man. It's crazy. Like, luckily, I found one of our. Uh, now it was it. I, you. No, I think you'd have been in on it. The Angry Beavers. You remember that on yeah. Nickelodeon? Yeah. I know. My daughter loves it. Loves it, so I'm like cool. Like I, I, and so I sit and watch it, and I like I'm, I, I'm such an idiot. I'm sitting there like giggling with them. Like I just think it's hilarious too. Even my son likes it. You know, I mean, it's because of all the flashing colors and stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> the only thing that I can really watch that he likes too is SpongeBob, 
And I know it's because he understands none of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was kind of the double edged sword yeah. of SpongeBob. That's the reason, like, so many parents were like, "Damn, with SpongeBob." Yeah. Because there were so many like jokes that were meant for like, "Hey, you have to like this have is a job you. to understand that joke." Yeah. Exactly. Or even some of the other ones, it's like, "Hey, that joke's for you, parents," because we know you're having to watch this crap. Yeah. Of course, then again, now it's like, "Well, that's because we're trying to sexualize our children." I'm like. I don't know if SpongeBob is doing that, but if he is, like, I'm not cool with it. It's like, yeah, you might want to point fingers to someone else, like maybe a Disney Channel and something on there. I don't know, but SpongeBob? Yeah, I don't know. It's. Don't what know. even got us talking about SpongeBob and Disney? Oh, yeah, ESPN. Hello. ESPN. We were talking about Malice in the Past. Oh, yeah. So, La Bum's a bum, whatever. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, I say, moral <laughs> of the story right there. La True. Bum James. Hey, look. I was thinking about something the other day, and it's because, like, I was watching. Um, I, I always, <laughs> I always told my wife, like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna download TikTok. I don't want TikTok. Yeah. And it's only because I know that I would love TikTok. Like, I would see, like, those, I love those I little love short the Vine. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Exactly. Like, the I, Vine I have account. it, but I can't watch it or I'll get lost in it. Yeah. Like, you sit down for ten minutes, realize it's been four days, and yeah. you're like, oh, this is watched good. a bunch of sixteen second videos for three hours. It's yeah. like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> for real, it's like, get up, you bum. Yeah, get off the couch. You're like, it's three in the morning. What am I gonna do now? Well, good luck going to sleep. Blue light. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, with TikTok, I was like, I'm not going to get TikTok. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. So then like Facebook and Instagram, which I mean, I guess is the same thing. They're like, oh yeah, well, guess what? Now we got reels. You should watch these. And I'm like, what's that? And I click into it and then there I am in TikTok land for 45 it's minutes. The same thing. You're yeah, right. It's You're the, exactly right. Yeah, it's, it's the, the same exact thing. same thing. Well, now I'm like every time it's, you know, time for, uh, a man to visit the home office. And, you know, you oh, yeah, always yeah. have to take your phone with you, right? And, like, it's just TikTok land or, or Reels land, whatever. I'm like, oh, man. But I did see one that was really cool. And it was when uh, MJ came back was playing for the Wizards. Um, he was up against Kobe. Kobe lowers the shoulder, knocks him down. He takes the charge. Ref calls it. Well, Kobe is standing over Michael, turns and looks at the ref, starts arguing with the ref, never moves. One of MJ's teammates, I didn't even see who it was, comes over and starts trying to, like, get Kobe off of him. Kobe pushes him, goes down, and starts acting like he's punching MJ in the face and then helps him up, and, you know, they're laughing and everything. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, how could we even have a conversation about who the greatest basketball players of all time are? Like, there's only one goat, and there's only one Mamba. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that that was I, – I just – I don't know. I was just watching that the other day, and I was like, man – I think that's when basketball was like the coolest. I have my biases because I did grow up being able to see a large portion of Michael Jordan, and not maybe not in his earlier years, right. but you know, in his prime, I did. Yeah, get to see because I was watching as, as a kid. Yeah, same here. But we got to witness all of Kobe Bryant. Yes, and from beginning to the end of his career. Yeah, and you know, it was I, I don't know, man. I was like, LeBron James is like to me. He's not even in the conversation. Like, it, it, here's the deal. Is LeBron James a great basketball player? Yeah, I think so. I think he's uh, – I don't think he's overrated. I don't think anything like – I truly believe – like, I'm, yeah. I, I'll take LeBron James medicine, but he has to stop taking it. You know what I mean? Like, this dude he, fancies himself so important. Well, it's not even – like, here's the deal. If it was just an ego thing, it would be on the court, Right. 
But this is everywhere. This is him being like an activist and all that kind of stuff. And well, he just comes out saying the most off-putting things. And I'm like, bro. He, do, he does, even whenever you think like mine to him, some of the things that he says come across really yeah. asinine. But <clears throat> I think that he's trying to like diversify his portfolio so he can do something after basketball because he's not all invested in the basketball anymore. Otherwise, the Lakers would be an unstoppable machine right now. Because if Michael Jordan were still playing competitive basketball at the same level that LeBron James is playing at right now, they would have been an unstoppable machine because of the obsessive competitive drive that the man had. LeBron doesn't seem to have that because he's off you know, busy, his mind wandering into other, other things. Right. And as a former Laker fan during the Mamba years, it, it's real disappointing because I thought he was going to take that legacy and do good by it. And he's kind of disappointing me. So I'm really hoping he passes the baton to Davis because Davis is still young enough that they could build around him and do something. Yeah. Yeah. And LeBron, he's still great. I think sure. he doesn't have to retire. I'm not like, retire now. But I'm just saying that he is getting older. Right. And he's taking a spot that could be given to a young up-and-coming athlete, and the game could be changing and moving forward, right. rather than being stale as it is with King James. Well, let me let me ask you this. Like, since since you do see, uh, you know, him moving into other, let's call them atmospheres, you know, whether they be political or you know whatever right um whenever you start putting more into that though or or actually let me rephrase that because that's not even fair um you know your job you're a professional basketball player definitely you you wear that lakers uniform that means you put la on your back well at least half of it yeah and the fan basis and anybody that loves that team yeah that they want you to be their guy. So once you start get, like getting into things that are pulling your focus from your job, it's time to choose one, right? So like, here's the deal: if, if LeBron James wants to be a, an activist, political speaker, or you know, a uh, uh, journalist or uh, influencer, what whatever, I mean, have at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely, you you have the right to do whatever you want. But it seems like it's pulled so much focus from basketball for him because, I mean, you have to remember, this is the – what's he got, five? He's got six. Five rings. He's got five rings, exactly. I mean, this man has – his accomplishments speak for, for, themselves. for themselves. He's got the one I mean? with the Lakers. He's got the one by himself of Cleveland. And then he's got the ones with the big three. Yeah. So that that's my whole thing. I mean, like, he's shown that he can do it with the right team. He's shown that he can do it. On his own. On his own, yeah, mostly. Yeah. Well, I mean, they built some more talent around him. Kevin Love in a scrub. Yeah, it, no, you're talking about in Cleveland? Yeah. 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 Kyrie Kevin was coming into his prime. Right, so. yeah. I mean, he wasn't on, like, some scrub sorry, I was, team. I was, but... I was taking a Colby moment there, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, okay, yeah, because uh, K-Love really, that's no scrub. Yeah. That dude no. was pretty tough. He was good, and that was right, right at his... His peak years were probably in Minnesota, but he was still great there, and it, got, it was what they needed. Like when Pau Gasol went to the Lakers, and need Kobe needed that. Yeah. So, but LeBron doesn't seem. Oh, excuse me, LeBron <laughs> yeah, right, doesn't seem right. to. You got me calling him that. Yeah, now. that's right. <laughs> well, look, man. Um, hopefully, LeBron never hears this because we'll be 
racist and everything else. No, the, it's not. It's not a racist thing because no, like, it's a basketball again, thing. I just I'm disappointed because it doesn't seem like he's focused on guiding the Lakers in the right direction. That's my whole thing. That that's me. Like it has nothing to do with anything. It's a it, it's a basketball like thing. I, like I said, the the political points he tries to make don't offend me. No, well, uh, here's the deal. I got better things to do than be offended. Like yeah. I, I hear some of the things LeBron James says, and I'm like, bro, d- serious, shut up, shut yeah, up, shut up. You, that's not the way, you know. But at the same time, I do that usually when I hear any of my friends talk too. I'm like, yeah. dude, shut up. You don't know what you're talking. You know, <laughs> it's not, it's not even. It's a basketball thing. Yeah. Like if you're gonna be the king of LA, then then be it. Yeah, he got one ring, which I, you know, that's great. Yeah, but. Sure. Kobe got more than one ring. Magic got more than one ring. Shaq got more than yeah. one ring. Do I need to continue? No. no. So, uh, touch on this real quick just because it is something that's important to me. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, the uh, the teenage white supremacist uh, vigilante, uh, as it were, uh, was actually found to be not guilty. He was acquitted on all charges and is... Uh, Free to live his life, so yep. good for him. He's making the media rounds now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I'd be making all the media rounds myself, especially after they crucified you for the past year or something you weren't. Yeah, I, I mean, it, he really does need to follow his own advice and kind of just go away for a little while. Uh, yeah, I think and For so. his own, like, safety, honestly, because there's some real dumb people out there that are willing to do really dumb things for dumb reasons. Yeah, oh, man. It, well, I mean, they, they, they proved it. I mean, time and time again... Dumb people doing dumb things is what got him in this situation to start with. Right. Like, you know, my I, I have not changed my stance on it. I know a lot of... Refresh their memory, brother. Okay, so my view on it is this. Kid was 17 years old, uh, and that's, that's enough of the story for me to hear to know he shouldn't have been there, right? That's the way I feel about it, but I already explained that's because I'm a father, and, like, my son... When he's 17 and he tells me, hey, I'm going to go defend my place of business or, you know, where I work, uh, and I'm going to take my gun with me because they're rioting and looting and burning things down. I'll be like, yeah, you're, you're high is yeah. what you are. You're yeah. not going. You're going upstairs, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't have stairs. I'm a one-level house owner. <laughs> Sorry. I'll be like, dude, go to your room, sit down, go like play Legos or something. Like, you're not, that's grown man stuff. You're not doing that. But at the same time, that is what it was. And he was there. I've, I watched all the, like, a lot of the stuff in the trial and I got to see all the different video angles and stuff. And it was really cool because it just showed that he was telling the truth. He was attacked, he was defending himself. And I know that they're still like, he's a murderer. We've just proven that you can kill in the name of white supremacy and get away with it. And I was like, question. Kyle Rittenhouse is a white kid. Yes. All three of the people he shot were white dudes. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure it was, it was in fact, racist. So, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? Like, there's could be things I'm missing about it. Maybe... Maybe he's a junior KKK. I don't know. I don't know the kid, but I'm talking about in the incident itself, yeah, there was just, no crime committed. Just analyzing it like you were a juror. Exactly. You saw the footage, and it showed that some people attacked him, and he defended himself. And right. Like the juror's job, my job, anyone's job, nobody's job, really. But still, a juror's job is to decide, is he guilty of a crime, not is he a good person? 
because like I know plenty of people who are not good people that don't like commit crimes they're just not good people and I know a bunch of really good people uh, I've well let me rephrase that I, I met a lot of really good people uh, that were in jail you know um, I myself was not well I guess I was in jail but I had a badge anyway um, narc anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <coughs> so we'll just jump off the Rittenhouse thing. Um, it's just good to see that, you know, whenever all of the facts are presented, sometimes people do analyze things fairly. Yeah, and, and I think that's what happened here. Again, and I agree with you fully. The kid had no business being there. Should he have brought a gun to, with him? No, I don't believe that was a good idea. I think that that wasn't good intentions. However... From all the evidence that was presented of what happened with the incident is some people really did try to attack him genuinely, and he yeah. defended himself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's all it was. Like, like I said, here's my thing. My, where I draw the line is this. It, I'm not going to let my 17-year-old go. Me neither. But somehow, way, if I was a crazy person, I was like, yeah, you're 17. You can go do that. I, w- I would be like, but you need to take a gun, you know, uh, for that reason, I mean, but you got to remember, this is coming fresh off of some of the footage that, uh, you know, kind of got leaked on the internet because it was brutal of some of the uh, Antifa and, uh, you know, supposedly BLM uh, riders um, during some of the madness in Portland last year, like, or in Seattle, I guess, uh, that, like, white dude got beat to death on the street, like, kicking his head in, everything else. It's terrible. It's like, I couldn't believe that uh, Facebook had left it up. And now I'm pretty sure it got brought down pretty fast, but I, I just happened to stumble across this video. And like what I saw, I was like, this is crazy. I wouldn't go, it, like if for some reason I had to travel there for work, I'm going to be armed. Like I wouldn't go there. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's just, what it is is a bunch of big children running around throwing a hissy fit because something bad happened, and they didn't like it. How do you get through life? Like, something bad, ha- like, no matter how big or small, something bad happens to me every day. Like, directly to me. You know, it's, I'm not even like, I'm, I'm going to, first off, something bad happens to me, I'm going like, oh, to burn down my house. Uh... But like I'm sure I'm, I'm sure not going to burn down my place when it, if something bad happens to you. It seems like people have come a far away from civil disobedience, right? Because those are the messages that people like Martin Luther King Jr. preached were yeah. civil disobedience. That's were right. You willingly give yourself up to be arrested to prove a point. However, you do it civilly, and that doesn't include burning things or fighting or rioting or these other yeah. large demonstrations which ultimately just break down into people doing crimes. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the, the difference between civil disobedience and rioting. Yeah, I, exactly. And, and I guess that's my biggest thing. Like, whenever, like, the, uh, the actual protest started, like, which it didn't take long for it to descend into hell, but, you know, whenever uh, the protest first started and it was peaceful, I was like, well, you know, of course, I, I think yeah. the last time it was actually peaceful might have been, like, 2014, but because I mean, you got to think about the Ferguson riots and everything like that too. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just kind of feel like sometimes people you get really upset about a lot of things, and then it, what sadly is it 
turns into chaos and then other people get hurt as a result of it. Yeah. When that's not the way that things should get made better. Things get made better by people educating themselves and learning how to do the right things in order to make changes in their in their local societies. Sure. Yeah. I mean, start small to make your changes. You yes. can't change the world uh, on your first try. You know, start small. Start changing small things if you if you truly believe that they need to be changed. Uh, you know, start but, small. But no, it's it's balls to the wall right off the bat. Yeah, exactly. Which sends a mixed message. You know. Yeah. yeah it doesn't sound like peace and unity. No, it doesn't. And we see it happening in other countries on television. And what do we usually do? We kind of shake our heads. I like, say, look my at that, goodness, can look you at believe? That, look at that chaos that is happening to their government right now. It's right, like, really, yeah. guys, do you not look... Yeah, look say, did you look out the window? Because like, things ain't great here either. Zack Snyder's making more uh, zombie movies. It's crazy. Right, uh, well, I... I, I really haven't been watching it because, like we talked about last week, I keep up with a lot of my wrestling shows through clips on YouTube and through podcasts. But I happened to be looking at something on YouTube and uh, came across my timeline was a fan attacked one of the wrestlers as he was going back up the entrance ramp. Just tackled him right there. And it, part of it got caught on live television that he got tackled by a fan. Well, <laughs> there's uh, now let's go down the into the web here and find out what the background story is with this kid that bum rushed this wrestler right. tackled him to the ground and then got dragged out by security well apparently he got catfished on the internet there was a fake Seth Rollins that's the wrestler that he attacked there was a fake Seth Rollins account that I apparently had been playing him for Two years, because this started back in 2019. This kid's been planning to do this for a couple of years now. But he his plan was to tackle a wrestler. I don't know what he planned to accomplish, but, I mean, somehow this guy that was this fake Seth Rollins extorted money out of him, so it was personal. <laughs> All right, so let me, let, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. We'll put a PSA out. If a professional wrestler... <laughs> Gets on your IG or something. And hits you up for money. Don't send him any money, man. Like, why would you do that? Especially one that works for the WWE who's married to another WWE wrestler. They and have, they're both They've millionaires. got more money than you. They have more money than you. Okay? They don't need your money. Not at all. Uh, not, not at all. But I saw that and it brought back to the point to me, like, fan interaction with athletes at events. What what is this entitlement that people feel but that there's no barrier between them and that celebrity, that athlete? What, what is this that we're the same now? What gives them that sense that, no, I need to stay on this side because that's a performer doing their thing and I'm in the audience right. doing my thing? Right. I, I look at it a little bit differently than you do because, like... I, I don't really look at people who... I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I've just never really been, like, starstruck. I haven't either. I'm not referring to being starstruck. I'm referring to being... Uh, knowing no, no. that you don't jump over a barricade yeah, right. and jump on the court. But, see, that's that's what I'm saying. We're going streaking. I would say, that that's what I'm getting at, too, is the same thing as, uh, you know... That's still a person. Like, he's no different than I am. But at the same time, it's like, how would I feel if, like, a professional wrestler just, like, walked into my shop one day when I'm welding... Picks me up and like body slams me and he's like, oh yeah. I don't know why it'd be macho, man. Yeah. But anyway, he'd be like, oh yeah. And he's dead. 
What? Randy Savage died? Macho Man passed away many years ago. Did he really? Yeah. I think I remember that now. Tragic story. He had a heart attack and it was in a car accident in Florida. I think I remember that. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. So Rest he comes in, in here and he busts, my, you know, busts me up while I'm trying to work. I'm not going to be happy about it. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a mutual respect thing. I understand they're, that person is working. famous. I understand that person's famous. But just because you got catfished online does not mean the actual person wants to be your friend. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm going to tackle this dude. And he's like, why? He's like, you know why. It's just another example, though, of people that, you know, you never know how deranged another person may be. You just really don't. Because apparently this guy really had some serious issues if it goes back multiple years that he's been plotting to get close (laughs) enough to be able to tackle this wrestler. And it's like, man, this is a guy on television He's a professional, you know, sports entertainer. Right. What What are you even thinking you're going to accomplish here? You're going to attack him and, well, and get your revenge on live TV? Uh, see, that's kind of my thing is I'm like, what was the end game? Like, was it just to tackle him and be like, well, all right, see ya. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, what do you think it's going to happen? What if after you bum rush this dude, he's he's now he is no longer off guard? Yeah, exactly. And he's like, I'm gonna beat this dude down. And that's also the difference between now and then. Like if this had happened in 1996 and they'd ran in the ring against Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin, wow. there was an incident where that happened and they stomped a fan out right there in the middle of the ring because they don't belong in the ring. And when you get in the ring, you cross that line and those wrestlers will put you in your place because they're very large men. It's pretty impressive. They just like beat the hell out of somebody on TV, and like it, no was, it was a dark match. It was at a local local house oh, show. Okay, okay. But they you. beat the yeah they beat the crap out of this guy. Well, actually, if I recall, Triple H did it because Triple H was the heel, and Stone Cold couldn't do it because it would have broke character. So he had his back, and then just stomped him out of you know beat him up and roughed him up and rolled him out of the ring. Yeah, but they can't do that now because we live in a different world. Yeah, very yeah. true. We live in a much more soft world. Yes, there's, there was not going to be any of that. This, you know, the wrestler had to just, you know, man, get this guy off of me. Where's security? I think we're going to do a super soft episode <laughs> sometime. We'll just talk about, like, quilting and <laughs> and stuff like that, man. Just No. Oh, okay. No, no super soft? No super soft. Okay. You know what, we said we weren't going to do it, but we'll just go ahead and do it. So if you don't know what's going on, uh, this past weekend there was a a small town outside of uh, Milwaukee, I think, and uh, some dude decides to barrel through a uh, Christmas parade, and it it killed, as of right now that we know, it killed five and and injured just dozens, and uh, some children were injured and uh, critically, and, and it's just not a good thing. Well, we find out... This dude has got a rap sheet that, you know, as long as it can be, he's out on bail, like extremely uh, low bail, like to a point where they even said it was an inappropriately low bail amount. Yeah, uh, apparently he has a very large rap sheet. In In 2011, Brooks was found guilty on resisting obstructing an officer charge. In 2010, he was found guilty on strangulation and suffocation felony charges in Wood County. In 1999, he was found guilty on substantial battery-intended bodily harm, a felony. Brooks was a convicted sex offender stemming from a case in Nevada about 15 years ago. He got a 15-year-old girl pregnant in Sparks, Nevada when he was 24. 
authorities say. He pleaded guilty and was arrested on, to probation on June 23rd, 2016. He was arrested in the same town for failing to register as a sex offender. He was bailed out of that charge, never appeared in court. He has an active warrant from Nevada since then. The yeah. police have uh, told CBS, too. They're the ones that this article is from. The warrant was specific to Nevada and not other states. However, it's also unclear if Nevada and Wisconsin had previously communicated about a warrant and in whether or not authorities in Wisconsin are aware of it. So there's more. In 20, or excuse me, 2003, he pleaded guilty to a charge of misdemeanor resisting arrest. In 2005, a brief prison time for obstructing a police officer, also a misdemeanor. So this guy, he has a rap sheet, as long yeah. as I just read, and there's probably more details within those. Right. So you got a sex offender, a guy who skips bail and everything else. So you sign him bail, and now he... Has killed people. Yeah, he was so. briefly charged recently with a resisting, obstructing an officer, bail jumping, recklessly endangering safety, disorderly conduct, and battery. He hit a woman who was the mother of uh, his child with his fist and ran over a woman in a maroon Ford Escape, similar to the vehicle that he used on Sunday. Awesome. He pleaded not gu- or guilty to counts one, four, and five. He appeared in the court because of the entries, say, two women filed a no-contact order, which he violated. On Friday, he posted $1,000 cash bail. So this dude has been just wreaking chaos for years. On anyone he can. So, yeah, he's a, he's a real uh, piece of human debris. Reboots. Reboots, okay. All right. All right, so All right. on to something more yeah. lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, reboots. We've seen a lot of reboots in the in the past few years. Uh, Disney's done a lot of reboots, but they did them as live action. So, you know, we didn't feel the, you know, the sting of it too much, right? But like I mentioned something last week. Okay, uh, kids today they're like, oh man, we had the most delicious snacks. And I'm like, what is that? And they're like, something new, Dunkaroos. I'm like, that's not new. You just brought it back. Yeah, they just brought it back. Well, now they've done it what are they rebooting now who the fresh prince of bel-air why why what if, what if, did somebody mad at will smith i i think will smith's like one of the creators oh he's involved in it i'm well another way to get some money yeah well on that trailer i saw uh he was narrating it I'm, oh i see is it a prequel or something do you the, the trailer's kind of vague the trailer's really vague and that's all i've seen but I think it was really intended to showcase the song. I think that's what they were trying yeah. to break in slowly because it's not the thing that we all grew up and, and can recite off the top of our heads without thinking. Right. Yeah, I mean, in West Philadelphia, born, born and raised. raised. All right. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> I love that show. But all I'm saying is, like, I don't know how you redo it. I, I mean, I really just don't. I get tired of Hollywood continuing to do it. Why can't they come up with an original idea? Why does everything well, have I to mean, be but, a remake, a reboot, or a com- or a superhero but, movie? But literally, think about this. What else is there? What else is there to possibly make a movie about? I don't know. Write something. Like, what you make one about, like, rhinos and stuff, man? Well, I mean, if you have a story, go around it for sure. Yeah, man. Day in the life of a rhino. And I'll have David Attenborough. Nope. Um, they already um, did that. Yeah. yeah, they did that. Oh, man. It's yeah. like, and now... Damn, see, I thought you were right on to something. <laughs> no, he is not on to anything. Just like the rhino. 
I thought about doing a, a, a bit sometime with like David Attenborough, like uh, just reading the lyrics of hip hop music. <laughs> I'm afraid to do it. Sound like whap whap whap. That's some. I'm I'm not gonna finish it, but you get the point, right? <laughs> I'm the dope man. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, we uh, might have pushed too far. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> We'll see. Either way, we're having a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're they're doing a lot of reboots, but this this Fresh Prince reboot it can't be any worse than that debacle that was the Michael Bay Ninja Turtle reboots. Yeah, those were those were those were bad. Those were bogus. Yeah, well, you go in there expecting Transformers, and I don't know yeah. what they gave us. <laughs> I don't know either. I, like, it wasn't I got Transformers, done. but it wasn't much different. You remember that episode of Family Guy where Peter's like, you remember, I'm really good at predicting the end of, uh, or when I predicted the end of Wild Hogs, I, like it just shows him in the theater and he's like, this movie's going to suck. I was like, yeah, I, I feel like we all exactly. predicted the end of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We sat down and we're like, this movie's going to suck. It's like April O'Neil, Megan Fox. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a sucker for the, you know, hairspray style of the... Uh, the 90s yeah you know uh, early night was that like 93 when the second one came out yeah so the first one i think was like 88 or 89 something yeah like that. still the crowd pleaser though secret of the ooze yeah teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 i just got through watching the first one yesterday because i was trying to watch it with my son and then he got bored and walked away and i just left it on and kept You're watching like, you know what i still like this i'm movie. not that punk bitch, danny <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> uh it's good stuff uh, I tell you what, man. Uh, let's just ask all of our uh, beloved listeners. Let us know what you think about all these reboots. If you like them, if you don't like them, if uh, I may put a poll out on the Facebook page, see if we can't get some interaction with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be good because it does give you the option to do polls. Maybe people will interact with us if we do polls, since they still won't comment. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you can uh, download our podcast at uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, I'm certain. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on the socials, anywhere you look, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I don't think there's anywhere else, but either way, you can find us, follow us, interact with us, send us some messages. And uh, be on the lookout for the live stream coming soon. I've been saying that for like six months. <laughs> but I think it's actually going to be soon this time. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Either way, uh, we hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, I hope it was spent with your family or those you love. And, uh, man, just I, I hope you all found something to be thankful for. Uh, and, and I want to tell you all that uh, we are so very thankful for you. So from uh, Mr. BT and from myself, Hoot Hobbs, good night. Thank you.